Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Wonder Woman soars past $300 million globally, satisfying critics and audiences alike. And next, she's set to wrap the lasso of truth around the mummy. And Superman saves a turtle, today on DC Movie News. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk, we talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's DC Movie News. So much more fighting on this show. I don't show. know whether you just knocked that screen so that oh DC went away or whoa, whether it whoa. was like that. But you hee hawed all the way over ha! to DC. Full Adam West Batman happened. <laughs> it came off as full I'm Adam West, but it was Batman. meant to be young Diana. <laughs> that made it, you know, my favorite part the of Wonder Woman. The littlest Diana or the middlest Diana? The youngest. The littlest. The really littlest one, which she's right there. She was my favorite. Welcome, everyone, one and all, to DC Movie News. Um, We're here to talk about the fabulous success of a little film called Wonder Woman and many other items in the DC universe. Let me introduce you to this fabulous panel. Returning to the show, she's a semi-regular. You love her. You know her. She's a Wonder Woman in her own right. (laughs) Elena Jordan is here. Hi. Thanks for having me back. Thanks for coming back. (laughs) Elena, how many times have you seen Wonder Woman? I've only seen it twice. Only I twice? To, only twice. I need to step up and see more. I, I should have just gotten the gold card. I uh, feel like is, I might. Oh, that's right. What is that? Like $100 or something? It's like 100 bucks, and you can see unlimited? as much as you want. But I might still 3D, do it. 3D, you can do iPad. Anything you want? Anything. Anything I kind of think I might still do it. Wow. I think it might be worth it. Well, you're doing your part for its global cum, that's for sure. <laughs> Next, we have the crown jewel of the DC Movie News universe. Roxy Stryer is here and dressed in black. Adam, how long do you think we can milk it where we talk about Wonder Woman for the majority of the show? Like, how many weeks can we do that for? Because we had no show for so long. We had no movie. Like, we can use this for at least... I think six weeks. Six? six. six. Our yeah, surprise guest is saying six, six weeks. Okay. Um, I guess I, I'm thinking like three months. I'm thinking, yeah. Was well, just like, think of how much <laughs> how much legs we got out of the films that were financially successful, but like very divisive among uh, yes. fans and lambasted like, by critics. Eight weeks, it'll be out on DVD, so you can jump another three or four on there. So maybe longer, actually. I feel like Whoa. I'm just going to wow. keep talking about it anytime anybody says anything negative. Wonder go, Woman. Wonder Woman. Well, listen, we've been around for a long time. We've had plenty of uh, sand kicked in our face by the uh, other competition, it. and we like it. We took. So now that we've got a movie that is making we people took that happy, fight to the beach. we're happy to talk about. It. We sure did. We took him to the sands of Themyscira. In our face, and we'll but not Baywatch. Um, we have one other surprise <laughs> guest. Uh, fans of the Schmodown might recognize our next guest from um, a somewhat controversial victory <laughs> in the Inner Geekdom Championship. Watch, oh, 
What you may have not have seen on that show was that there was a behind-the-scenes handshake bet for hosting show Pink Slips, and <laughs> unfortunately, uh, the new host of DC Movie News, Koi Jandros here. Koi. I mean, hey, you gotta win by an inch or a mile when he's winning. So, uh, so no, Mike's I, gone officially, no, that That's it? Oh. I was, that's what I was told. I mean, I was not behind the alley where this sort of shady business... <laughs> I was there to support Mike, as you saw, with you, Roxy. We were there, and You were Johnny. doing a lot of listening. I was doing a lot of listening. Yeah, I was trying to convey myself. You know, something about my my Luderhosen made me the strong, silent type. I, I like stripped him of his bat suit, like in the room. I was like, "Mine now!" No, oh, Mike, Mike killed man. That Schmodown was amazing. <laughs> Mike like owned that Schmodown, so I give full Mike credit live on air. I was flabbergasted throughout the fight, and then Putin just happened. I so. just can't believe that final moment. I yeah, I get I full. Can't believe it. I've posted everywhere on the internet. I can going. Mike's the champ. I won the last question. Like I want it very clear that I love that fight and I am excited to go back and do it again. You like, can't that's change the to. rules of the game. The rules of that particular style of schmodown are such down. that like points being up a lot of points yeah. doesn't really help you. And that's just how that game is played. But watching it from the audience, it was so exciting because it was, it was like he was beating you at Marvel, right? And then, and then everybody else got eliminated except the host of Marvel <laughs> DC. So it was like a mini Marvel DC showdown. And then Mike beat a Marvel. I'm like beat him out his own game and then that happened again and it turned and I just like I want to give full respect while he's not here I was hoping to see him here and I have a handshake moment and he's not here and I'm like well, uh, great fight. I'm excited for more. Do you think he didn't show up because you were commenting? He thought he I was, was here. He's like, no, I thought they. I mean, I thought it was a permanent change. Oh, right, I didn't, that's it. I yeah. Pink slips. That's what we're going with. But I yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was pink slips. I'm the 10 second car. Like, that's the, how many anyway. Fast and Furious references will be in the table? Oh, it does feel like a Fast and Furious kind of thing. Um, anyway, I'm uh, I'm very happy to see you here. I know I'm a big fan. You've you've let me be on the Marvel show before, and I know you're you've been a huge fan of Wonder Woman going yeah. back a long way. So don't think that this guy's a flip-flopper. He's been pro-DC and waiting uh, to be satisfied by Wonder Woman for a long time. I want Bloods and Crips be together, man. I want this bond. I want the love. I want the... We're all comic fans. Um, <laughs> it is it is interesting timing, though, that now you want to come over to DC to I, talk about it. You didn't want to talk about BVS with us. If, I was, if Man of Steel was around, I would have happily been here. So let it be said that two of four, mm-hmm. halfway, I would have had plenty of zeal and happiness <laughs> to talk about, and I'm here, and I'm excited, and I want unity. Adam and I had to suffer through a whole lot <laughs> to get to this point. Okay? I'm just saying for three years I've said unity. Listen, can, well, hopefully watch we, the tapes. Hopefully we can have a comeback, and we can get a team battle going soon, I'd and we can get that. a full DC versus Marvel or something like that. Um, something like that. Something like that. Something anyway, like that. Um, obviously the talk of the town, the talk of the world is Wonder Woman. How about Patty Jenkins? No better, you know, I mean, no better, like, just what a representative she's been. I love everything she's saying to everything that's happening. Like, all of her comebacks are brilliant because for the most part, if you're not a complete piece of crapola, you like this film. There's the people out there, though, that are like, this is cheesy. Mm -hmm. And she's like, I'm sorry, did is I say that right? Did you say cheesy? Oh, oh, doing something good with the world? Oh, and everything she says is like priceless and brilliant. I love her. Because she knew exactly what she wanted to make going into it, and she made exactly that. So she has a lot to stand by and be proud of, so she can kind of add a little bit of zingers in now, because she the, has the work to back it up. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Some of the best post-coverage I've seen. Like, yeah. it, it literally like was like, they knew how good it was, so they were like resting on their laurels to pounce out and be mm-hmm. like, this, this, and this is what we meant to do, and we did it, mic drop, and now just sass. Yep. Like, and yeah. they deserve to have that right. And they were going to let no man tell them otherwise. No, man. And we're going to talk more about Patty Jenkins a little bit later on the show. First thing, you know, we're heading into Wonder Woman's second weekend. It's been performing strong. She's soared past $300 million globally. 
uh, as we said, which is great. Earlier in the week, it was the biggest Tuesday. Uh, it was the second biggest Tuesday for a live action film mm-hmm. and the fourth biggest Monday in June for a live action film. So these were second only to Jurassic World. Y- yes. So so these are for June Tuesdays. And yeah. what, what which is really like whose job is that? Whose yeah. job is Tuesday in June? Yeah. <laughs> like somebody sits Turn there every day of the Tuesday. week and marks every film stats. that's ever yeah. been. And they're getting paid. You know, that's like a job. Like a someone's job. like a studio job being like, well, there was that 12 cent it's pretty, uh It's pretty awesome. And, you know, what, what that really just says is all these little details and little records mean is that the, the word of mouth is making the film perform better. It, it has legs. And, you know, people mm-hmm. wanted to see it earlier in the week. I was in a midday Tuesday uh, um, uh, showing uh, yesterday with my parents, and you said semi full, semi full, like really full for three p.m. on a on a freaking Tuesday. Like I couldn't believe it. So uh, that's no surprise. Wait, we can't just sneak past this though. So okay. your parents went with you, yeah, to the movie, yeah. And they felt what kind of way about it? Oh, well, my mom, Sandy, uh, I wanted her to be here today because she's still out in California. She said I loved it. I loved when they were. I loved them. The the ladies fighting on the beach. Oh, when, right, that part, yeah. I love the little girls that played Diana. Mm-hmm. Um, the early, they were both wonderful. And I she concur. Said, yeah, and she, um, and she, yeah, she loved the, uh, she loved the Amazon, she loved it all. Mom loved it. Dad loved it, too. He didn't have as much to say, though. He didn't have as much to say. He's a he, silent He's a silent, guy. He's, a, he's kind of the quiet guy. The mom, my mom, mom is more the talkative one in the house. And they, like, fully understood, there was no questions. Oh, like, yeah, they, they see everything, too. They cool. see every movie, my parents, so. It did a great job explaining the universe because yes. it was fun for me as like a diehard Marvel guy. Every time I see a Marvel movie, I'm constantly scanning for Easter eggs. I know Wonder Woman, but I don't know as much about Wonder Woman as I do about Marvel. So it was cool to be an objective comic fan and get to experience the movie like the average moviegoer. I got to be like, I don't know what that character is. I'm excited to find out more. And I haven't had that in since Iron Man. Like, it was really exciting for me. You know, the interesting thing, too, with the, what I find with DC is that the um, origins are have gone through more iterations than mm-hmm. some of the Marvel ones. And part of that is just by virtue of the fact that Marvel is younger. Mm-hmm. But there's been rebirths. Crises. There, there's been crises. And they've changed a lot of the origins. So, crises. Crises. I believe it's crises. It is crises. Um, yeah. So they picked yeah. and chose, like, you know, and using the fact that she was sculpted from clay as more of a story mm-hmm. to tell young Diana. So they included that origin. Mm-hmm. But then they said our mythology is going to take this then, that she's a demigod. And that's a fact. And she doesn't even know her power. And, like, when I saw the film the first time and I thought, like, her powers are very nonspecific. The second time I thought, like, you're experiencing me as the audience as she is, too. And that's right. kind of cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what do you think now about powers? What do you think's going on with this? And what do you think's going on with the flying? Is okay. She, is she soaring? Is she jumping? Is so she... I don't think she's flying. Okay. Okay, because she never extends the arc it's, above. It's the downwards motion. She yeah. like She stops she at gl- the peak at the does, end of the film. She glides. So, yes, she glides. It's like a big jump. And maybe like, she will yeah, eventually like a fly. Like Jones type yeah. situation. And I was thinking Jessica Jones yeah. means Hulk. Like the, yeah. the Hulk. Very much like Hulk. When Hulk leaves. But with you know grace and finesse like Diana would three so, and, three and a half yeah. miles according to the official handbook of the Marvel I Universe like roughly about that mm. so who knows who can jump farther a Hulk or a Diana um, it's like sugar glider style as far as the the, the powers <laughs> I think that this is and in, in, in true to Diana's spirit I think when she does the, this thing I don't think she can generate that out of nothing I think it's all about re diverting the force mm-hmm. that's given mm-hmm. back 
back to her like a super Aikido. Uh, right? <laughs> the Hadouken of DC. <laughs> the Hadouken! That's what I, yeah, exactly. Thank you. Yeah. yeah I, I get that flavor. That's how I interpreted the powers upon a second viewing and like, and it's still growing. Yeah. Physics, matter, Yeah, because when she gets it from a god, she can give it back to a god. And when she gets it from an Amazon, yeah. otherwise, but the god it, punch would have killed. Because the question um, people have about it, though, Adam, is, is it in the cuffs or is it in Diana? I, I think it's in her, and I think they're mm-hmm. mystical bracelets but that harness the power there. If she wasn't wearing them. Maybe it's like Cyclops without his visor. I don't know. I got more of a vibranium vibe. I got like the, you know, Wakanda absorbs all kinetic energy and resends it. So I got that she was the only one that could control it, but the gauntlets are what was able yeah, to distribute it. I think that, yeah. And, yeah. I think it's somewhere I'm, in I'm there. I'm in on that. You're in on that? So many geek references. What do you guys, what do you guys think? Levels. I don't know. I think I it makes sense if it, de- if it deflects bullets, then it would be that's what absorbs energy. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. her, as a demigod, is what then can really release yeah. it. Yeah. Because if one of us was holding those, we would have been knocked down. We couldn't have possibly handled the force. She right. handles the amount yeah. of and then was able to send it. How great is it that it? we're geeking out about the Wonder Woman movie after having seen it multiple yeah, times? By the way, like so cool. let's just say that. Oh, by the way, moving on to the next weekend, we're talking about box office, talking about numbers. Wonder Woman's about to open against the Tom Cruise freaking relaunch of Universal's oldest movie franchise. I mean, the monster yeah. movies are the original movie franchise. They're trying to relaunch it, and Wonder Woman is about to crush it. I am so yeah. upset <laughs> that Mike didn't show up for this debate. I put this, <laughs> I, I put this in the motherfucking rundown. But Tom Cruise, I'll be Mike, but Tom okay. Cruise is the biggest star in the world. Oh, is he? Tom Cruise is, is the biggest star in the world. Okay, okay. Tom Cruise, though. But this is, this is what Mike's... I love you, Mike. I'm not trying to throw shade. Mike, you're Mike's, my champion. Mike's argument this whole time, because he was saying to me, because I think The Rock is the biggest movie star currently mm-hmm. in the world, and he thinks it's Tom Cruise, and his response to me this whole time has been like, "But, but Tom Cruise is going to sell this franchise like no other. Could The Rock do that? Uh, is Tom Cruise doing that? Because I'm pretty sure the Mummy's about to get slaughtered." But Roxy, how the Rock, how Baywatch do? It didn't do. It didn't do very well. But that's not but what it, it means matter. anymore He's to be a movie star. I think too. Tom Cruise is the last classic movie star. Yeah. I think The Rock is the biggest current movie star. And the difference biggest between classic, yeah, yes. it's like, it's like Silver current. Age, Bronze Age comics. Silver Age is when you can open a movie. Bronze Age is when you're just very important to movies. Tom Cruise. Opinion. Tom Cruise is a way bigger movie star in general, yeah. but not currently. Listen, if this right. Mummy movie was spectacular, I think Tom Cruise's presence makes it go mega colossal global nuclear Mm -hmm. but the fact is there's a blockbuster every week and like we're seeing like franchises like the Pirates franchise the Aliens franchise a lot of these well-known franchises if they're not producing people are really dialed into Rotten Tomatoes and word of mouth right now more than ever to the chagrin of The Rock and the people that are, are bombing bigger than ever. Right. So which yeah. which I think only helps us as audience members. You know, I want The Mummy to be amazing, That's but there was the nothing rock. I saw that Even made me think. $120 million shouldn't go to waste, ever. Double eyeballs. you got to give me something better than double yeah. freaking uh, irises. And Rolling Stones used again. Uh, I did like that. Though. I loved it, but that the problem is I leaned yeah. into it. I was like, oh, um, now I'm interested because the Rolling Stones are exactly. here. I have a bad joke coming you. right now. <laughs> Tell me, go. Uh, something about... If we invented smell vision and we smelled what The Rock was cooking and <laughs> oh, then, okay. like, oh. going to the movies. It would be, be a foul. I hadn't finished it I yet. like okay. how you set up a turn. joke, prefaced the joke, <laughs> delivered the joke while assembling it. Didn't have a in her process. I think this That's will be a joke. I knew it wouldn't go well. This is cool. <laughs> this is cool. It's, it's like that show. It's like that show I'm dying up here. You can see the joke construction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, so anyway, so I mean, it's it, it's exciting to see, and I think um, what's really going to determine, um, you know, Wonder Woman's big, you know, if it's going to cross over to that seven hundred million dollar, mm-hmm. which is kind of like the high bar right now. Man of Steel approaches seven hundred million. Suicide Squad is in the mid seven hundreds globally, and BVS is in the mid eight hundreds. This weekend, if it performs that well, I gotta think Duh. you're going past Man of Steel. Yeah, yeah baby. Oh yeah, I think definitely. Which means Wonder Woman's development, Superman. You know, which like character was that? Because I'm, you're I'm dressed, sure. I'm you're like, <laughs> you look almost like Ursa. So can I hear you say Superman? Superman. Yeah, it's kind of. Is that good? I like it. I get the flavor. <laughs> Ursa esque. Cool. I'd uh, like to see a chart with all these with the Tuesday June breakdown yeah. level of specificity. I'd like to see a chart of the movies where the studio was slightly more hands off because they gave the movie a high blockbuster budget, but not as much as another movie. So yes. Man of Steel had the two hundred million range. X Men gets two fifty. Deadpool had sub one hundred. One Roman had one fifty. I want to see a chart where when the studios let the creatives have more control by giving them slightly less money, how much better the Rotten Tomatoes yeah, score is. Deadpool, is... Logan, Wonder Woman, three best of the best superhero movies are because we let the fans speak and we let the characters have arcs. So I want to see. We did that. I'm saying we did that. Yeah, me too. I me think too. so too. We have so Us many four. stories to get through. Yeah, yeah, we're we try to get through everything. I, I'm sorry. No, we're just so excited. But I'm looking at this and like, there's just like a lot of ton, little lot of news stories. Um, here's a preview that I didn't see. Um, oh, stand by. We're having some. Uh, okay. Just for uh, video. We, oh, okay. We're having a video. Okay, so we're not getting the videos yet. But anyway, so we had uh, there was the preview for a film about the creation of Wonder Woman. Yeah. Yeah. So this didn't play before did you guys see this when you guys went to the theaters I, guess I didn't it played before 26 play different before either of mine so it's yeah. called yeah. Professor yeah. Marston and the Wonder Woman Wonder I'm Women I'm so excited about this and it's about um, yeah I mean why are a, they only playing in select markets and why wouldn't those markets be Los in Los Angeles <laughs> like not to make us seem yeah. like the center of but where movies like where we get the and then they expand like just, right. just how the system works so I'm surprised we didn't get pre-expansion I don't know is don't that know. part of like what you saw the story was about uh, that it was like it's only playing in certain markets or it's just a tease I mean it's no, made by it's, a smaller production company company, so mm-hmm. I don't think they're getting in, uh, into every screen. I think it's basically just pricing-wise, it's a lot more expensive to do a trailer in Los Angeles because uh-huh. it is a market that maybe is, so I think it's because it's a lower-budget movie, they just did it, but because we're all talking about it now, but it's really, it, I, guess, I guess some it people, did. Oh, oh, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, I think part of what it is, too, is just having this at all, a little bit of buzz about mm-hmm. it, is going to garner enough attention just from them releasing it in the smaller markets. That's true. Because it's, it's about the creator of Wonder Woman and his wife who co-created it. Um, and the big thing a lot of people don't know, too, he also created the lie detector. Yeah, which, which is, is where so the, amazing. the lasso of truth came from. Yeah. So, uh, talk it's about awesome. verisimilitude. It's I right. love that so That much. just made me love the lasso of truth. I didn't know that until I read this thing. I'm like, are you kidding? And then I remembered, maybe I had heard it one, one, once upon a time. And then they also had a, a third person in their love triumvirate, too. Yeah, they had their their lover that the two of them had together. That Olivia. was one of my first but, DC facts I was obsessed with. I love the fact that this dude's got like multiple women, which is like an, a secret identity kind of thing, like a woman and a Wonder Woman, and then he's also a lie detector Ecolasso. Like, this guy. That's awesome. That's Luke awesome. Evans, apparently. I guess some people were kind of confused when this played, thinking it was part of, because it looks like it's Wonder Woman, thinking oh. it was part it's a little confusing, of the film. Right? Interesting. Which, that would have been an interesting thing Isn't to be sitting next one? to somebody being like, was that, was that the movie? Well, there's the Bill and Batman, too, isn't there? Isn't there also one about uh, the... Bat- Batman and Bill. Batman and yeah. Bill, yeah. Uh, it's on Hulu. Excellent. i got to watch that. Yeah, I haven't seen really that yet. It's really good. It's about Bill Finger and about how he basically was edged out of the creation of Batman when he created it. And so it's a really great one with Kevin Smith 
popping in, doing a lot of really good talking heads. Because the original Batman is very different that. before Bill Finger came in. Yeah, like, yeah. He it's to- and he finally yeah. is getting credit. Finally, now. Just now. So we have films about... Uh, so well, we don't really have a film about uh, Siegel and Schuster yet, but Not we yet. got like yeah, no. the Ben Affleck film that took place <laughs> behind the scenes of the of the TV show, which was pretty sad. Are we able to watch videos yet, or should we just keep moving on with our non-video type uh, stories? I was trying to vamp moment? for you guys. So we I was trying have to- a cool thing about <laughs> Schuster. Uh, we got to oh. be able to eventually show that gal video, because she is the cutest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Just she her dancing is. gifts in the Wonder Woman suit are some of my favorite things. Uh, but oh here's a, an image. We have uh, another one of our DC uh, heroes we'll, we'll cut over to. We have uh, Henry Cavill um, who was uh, sported um, a rock and a coffee mug and his uh, Superman costume. Now, I, know, I heard some people saying, like, oh, he's on the set of Justice League for reshoots. I think he's Which, it could have been, this picture could be from a long time ago. We don't know that. Isn't it so but. funny how, like, we as human beings will post TBTs all day and pretend we are, but when, <laughs> the second somebody else posts something, it's like, he must be there right now. Exactly. Maybe this is the life he's living. This is live. It's so funny. Yeah, this was this moment. Um, <laughs> it was two days ago. It was not a throwback Thursday. Thank you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was a, so, a um, Tossback Tuesday, perhaps? A Tossback Tuesday. Do we like have it. the uh, image of that, though? We have, uh, the, uh, I don't know. He's not talking to us. I think, I I think we pissed him off. Anthony? Do we got... We're flying blind up here. Are you in there? I feel... I We're feel jumping like, and soaring blind. What's going on? We don't you, actually fly. You tell us. Can we watch videos now or no? No. Okay. Uh, okay. Can we can we see the images? Cool. Can we check out the one of Superman <laughs> with the coffee mug? This is inside baseball, guys. We're going to cut <laughs> this out. You're only going to get this if you see the live production. Exclusive live feed. This is... Um, we're going both sides. So, um, yeah, I just loved how cool his boots look. I was really yeah. fixated. Yes. Like, man, those things those are so carved. They looked super fin-like to me, though. It was like almost like Aquaman came out and put his little Oh, all the mail. All the detail yeah. of the mail on that. Do yeah. you guys go to Arclight and obsess over the costumes like I Oh, oh my, my gosh, God. they're amazing. The costumes are kind of my jam. Dude, I didn't know from Wonder Woman that the lasso also was completely practical. It lit up on its own. That wasn't yeah. CGI. Oh, really? It was hand-woven. Hand 100% it practical? No. They augment brighter. They, like, they yeah, yeah. Augment, like that way the lighting cues have all that right there, which is brilliant. Damn. Yeah. So it, it never... actually is the light that you're getting off of it. It's amazing. Uh, it's These pretty awesome if you're lucky oh, enough to go incredible. to the Arclight out here. So, yeah. So there is Henry Cavill talking about um, he was uh, it was like celebrating 79 years, right? Mm-hmm. 79 years ago that yeah. uh, Superman was... Yeah. pictures that the TriCast faction wasn't able to read, so they can't really see it. Oh, yeah. got it. It's here, but it's just not. This is podcast. some exciting stuff for you guys oh, out there, really? is it not? A Twitter-heavy show. We'll do some tweets. We'll send some videos. We'll send some pictures. Yes. Good DC movies. Ask Go there. We'll tweet <laughs> out whatever you guys need to see. <laughs> um, so that's a good thing. Uh, but what a not so good thing that I think we should mention is that uh, you know it started with Lebanon not showing Wonder Woman, yeah. and now we're actually seeing that. Uh, Another country, uh, Tunisia, is uh, suspending and potentially canceling Wonder Woman screenings. I feel like suspension is code word for canceling. Well, I guess what it is is, like, people brought a suit against the theater, and there were tickets sold, and people then, like, like, there is actually, like, a lawsuit against the theater to show it, which is just so... Foreign to anything I that I can that, relate to. It's pretty pretty bizarre. Right. Like, uh, we, okay, obviously, if you're watching this show, you probably have picked up on the fact that we live in America. The fact that this is a movie that 
anybody wouldn't want another human being to see blows my That's mind. Yeah. 2017. It blows my mind. It doesn't seem like a modern problem. And people are saying it's because with Lebanon, a lot of people are saying it's because Gal is uh, Jewish former and soldier. Israeli mm-hmm. and a former soldier. Mm-hmm. But I think it's more than that. I think this has to do with females, with not mm-hmm. wanting to depict them as so strong. There's so many different reasons, but I can't I can't get over it. Yeah. Like I just For a movie that is so all about love being the driving force for everything and love always conquering hate and adversity, especially when it's based on demographics, mm-hmm. something as trivial as demographics, to then say these demographics are the reason that we're not going to let people see it yes. seems so counterintuitive and so ridiculous and that I can't... Inclusivity. The movie's about including, yeah. like the, the her team, like an actual Native American playing a Native American. Like you have mm-hmm. all these. There's even a commentary, and he wanted to be an actor, but he was the wrong color. This is a movie right. not only yeah. about mm-hmm. women, but about inclusivity of all types, colors, tones, sexes. The fact that it's being excluded in countries is so telling of like where we stand and how we're not as advanced as we should be. And it makes you as like, a appreciate world. what you have. As, as, as a world, world. Yeah. yeah, not like as a country. But it's interesting where we stand in 2017 seeing this stuff and like it makes you want to work harder. Like it makes me want to do more. It makes the movie yeah. almost resonate even more. Yeah. It was cool how proud Israel was of Gal and like everything that they put up all over the place and, mm-hmm. and yeah. how they welcomed this movie with Open Dawn. That was really cool. To I know this is kind of a heavy topic, but I just want to say the chat role, the people watching the show live right now it seems to be uh for the most part they think it's a dick move they think it's clearly sexism anti-semitism uh whatever your political views are on on zionism on israel uh, you know the message of this film is a very positive one it has nothing to do with that um and you know it, it just i like i said i i it's hard for me to even judge because i can't imagine living in a country where I can't see the movie right. that I want to see. see, so it's, it's so it's hard for me in this world to even relate Fox to that. So they didn't like her costume because it wasn't American enough. And right? Like, yeah. Not yeah that, I thought it was yeah. an Onion article. When someone <laughs> yeah. posted that, I was like, so "Oh no, that's the but real life." Should be like, right. "Oh, you can't even see it." That is just that's a whole other level. Um, but, even if she uh, was American, which she isn't, but even if she right, was, like, what the f does that mean? Your goals here is my outfit American enough for you? Like, who are you trying to? And I was like, who's going to tell them that Superman is an illegal immigrant? Oh God! Don't don't, don't let, let them know. know. The, the symbol of America is inclusivity. No. Don't let them know. Well, I mean, but then you had then people saying like, oh, well, you know, then uh, Superman was a symbol of the superiority of Jews, you know, because his creators. Are, I mean, like, and then if you look at the original Superman, was is actually was the Ubermensch, which yeah. was Lex Luthor, which was a villain. I mean, there's so many layers to it. But you know, welcome your huddled masses on the Statue of Liberty can be misinterpreted apparently. So like, it's yeah. a whole thing. Anyway, political let, DC news. Let's move on <laughs> to uh, something more positive, and that is one of my. My favorite things in Wonder Woman was definitely the Amazons and their fighting. Of and, course, Antiope I told you I was bawling. and um, oh my god, Artemis and Antiope and and, and, and Hippolyta. And now it's fun yeah. that everyone can pronounce these the same way because the movie <laughs> said it. Yes. Still, I hear I a lot it. of Hippolytas out there. Yeah. I'm still hearing Hippolyta all over the place. And I'm like, and Antiope. Yeah. Get with it, people. It's like a Harry Potter character. Um, but Robin Wright uh-huh. and um, and Connie Nielsen are both going to be in Justice League. Um, yeah, so we knew about uh, Connie Nielsen, but we didn't know about Robin Wright. Right. Which now people, which kind of is a teller because for spoilers for Wonder Woman, one, two, three, four, five, uh, one <laughs> of those women doesn't make it out of there alive, which implies that the a- Amazons uh, are shown in a, in a flashback sequence. Oh. Or in an otherworldly, or a voice, mm-hmm. or a, like hearing somebody, but 
most likely flashback. I'd love like a Ragnarok <laughs> for Amazonians. Yeah, dream, dream, dream sequence. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I I have a feeling that like a lot of what we see is is about the mother boxes. We've heard that the Amazons have one, that the Atlanteans have mm-hmm. one, and that the Earthlings have one. So it just seems that there's going to be a lot of um, backstory, and I would think that you're going to see. Um, uh, you know the Amazons uh, fighting with uh, with with uh, uh, apocalypse, the hordes of apocalypse mm-hmm. for that mother box. What I'm mostly excited about from hearing this story, though, is the fact that Robin Wright is coming back. Yeah, just because yes, I love she's her. So good. Yeah, and she's she, so and the good. second that she, you know, just it was sad. When she did those three arrows, man. Man, that was a moment. Oh, Big amazing. applause in the theater. Applause yeah. breaks. But yeah. it was so quick that she was gone, and I was like, Oof. this is... Like, every time she speaks in House of Cards, I'm like, give her a movie. And in this I movie, know. I was like, give that character an arc. Like, I wanted more and more, and they gave her a full arc, and I was so excited they did. Who was it was that was screen, telling like, me it was just so awesome that somebody... Oh, Maude Garrett was talking to me about this, that she was like, my two favorite princes in my lifetime, my two favorite princesses have graduated to becoming generals. And she's talking about yes. Leia oh. and um, Buttercup. Princess Bride, which is I like live to see my awesome. two. Oh, that's amazing! That is, become commanders. Yes. That's incredible. How awesome is that? I like yeah when she's walking around. She's like, uh, how is she doing? Work her hard. Yeah. Okay, keep yeah. it going. Scars down her arms. Yes. Okay, like, keep it oh. going. Yes, yeah. <laughs> so good. Oh man. Anyway, um, but one thing that might put through some question, although I don't think it's a bad thing, is that uh, it was earlier this week. Everyone's like, oh, Patty Jenkins is already signed for One Woman Two. It's a go picture. And then uh, we hear later the on in the week, of people. Yeah, yeah. Everyone yeah. just assumes it was. Like, well, that might not be. Turns out Wonder, Warner Brothers, Wonder Brothers, Warner Brothers has a policy uh, with these big kind of blockbuster films. It's, it's a first-time director on a project that decides that they don't go for the multi-picture lockdown, and that's pretty much their model. And, and it's worked for them in the past. Um, but now it seems like they're going to have to go to the negotiating table if they want Patty Jenkins. Again, what do you guys think that means for... Good. Uh, Patty's in a good-ass yeah. spot here. Yeah. Patty can just sit there and smile and write down a number on a piece of paper and slide it over. Now, luckily, I think she's a cool girl yeah. and she's not going to do that. I think that she's like probably a good person and she wants this project. But imagine if this was some mofo. Mm-hmm. Like, she could do whatever she wants right now and WB has to just be like, uh-huh, well, we're signing that. Yeah, I mean, and, and the fact that she's doing so much goodwill and, like, all that, you know, all the she's such an ambassador of the film, like mm-hmm. we're saying with Twitter. Like, literally every day, I don't know where she finds the time she's to so interact. Yeah. Like, she's on Twitter. And she's so, like, she is one of the most, because also seeing her at WonderCon, she was so interactive with mm-hmm. all of the fans, like, to everyone. Even when she was done with her set of signing things, she's like, no, I'm going to talk to everybody. She's yeah. just Wait, an amazing person. What did I just see? She, her liking and retweeting a picture of Mike Kalinowski. This is not a joke. This is not a... I'm not making a joke right now. She retweeted a picture of Mike Kalinowski? It was either Roka tweeted it. So, you know, Mike Kalinowski, John Roka, they're all, like, in this group of friends that all go through these movies here. You know, he has his group. And I think John Roca tweeted it at Patty Jenkins or something, and she retweeted the picture. And I, I, I'm following her account. I see a picture of Mike Kalinowski <laughs> pop up. I'm like, what the actual <laughs> F just happened? Like, crazy. But yeah, she does it. She's super she's interactive. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think she's in a great negotiating place, not only, like, financially, um, but, and I'm sure she got a, a modest sum. She wasn't the first choice on this film. She came in after McLaren left. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also creatively, um, you know, she had a fight for a lot of things in this film, and and I think in a future film, they're gonna they're gonna trust her a lot more yeah. because she gets it that 
that spectacle is one thing, but really, if it's not about the heart of the character, it doesn't matter. I think yeah. that's the biggest thing. It's the biggest thing. Now we're going to have We've an been saying, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Logan, because... Deadpool, this. Those are the three examples for yeah. me of a character being a I mean, character. We'll talk, exactly. We'll talk about it in a minute. That's the one thing going back to Dick Donner's Superman. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's all about grounding the thing in the world. You can't just say it's a comic book world and wouldn't this look cool? And Patty Jenkins gets that. Um, in fact, one example of that is the No Man's Land oh. sequence. My favorite sequence it's, of the film. It's, it's the half the people's favorite sequence. It's like, the best. When you walk out, even if it wasn't your, even if it wasn't your favorite, if it was your second or third favorite, everybody's like, remember that scene. Yeah. That was one of the most memorable moments in all of DC. I history. think it's one of the most iconic images in movies in the last ten years. Right, like, right. Like just barring superheroes, barring action, barring adventure, it's one of the most striking set pieces I can remember in movies. And yeah. I think that says something so much about how the director sees it and says this is a, an integral part of the film. We mm-hmm. have to absolutely have this. And then the studio is confused by it, doesn't really understand You're why she's bringing somebody it in. for their vision. Right. right. And so the fact that it did make it to the movie and that the feedback has been so overwhelmingly positive Positive. I think that that is a huge, huge chip, bargaining chip huge that she's going to use. Did you guys so from uh, Fandango? This was her quote that she actually yeah, said yeah, about go ahead, it because it almost got. Uh, so the film, the, the scene almost wasn't in the film. Right. People were against it. And here's one of uh, Patty Jenkins' she quotes. She says, it's my favorite scene in the movie, and it's the most important scene in the movie. It's also the scene that made the least sense to other people going in, which is why it's wonderful victory for me, which <laughs> is interesting. Uh, she goes on to talk about it more. But yeah, everybody's been talking about how the scene almost was... Which makes me wonder what was cut. Because <laughs> if that was see? one... Yeah, yeah. She like, said, I want to see everything, that every frame of everything that this woman has shot. I want to see it. Well, no scenes were cut. Yeah. We've heard that. Right. So she but goes on to any, say, mm-hmm. uh, I think that in superhero movies, they fight other people, they fight villains. So when I started to really hunker in on the significance of No Man's Land, there were a couple of people who were deeply confused, wondering, like, well, what is she going to do? How many bullets can she fight? And I kept saying... She's fighting bullets, right. And I kept saying, it's not about that. This is a different scene than that. This is a scene about her becoming Wonder Woman, which just shows us, like... What? Which is a real? Who are these people? Who the are these like, people like? So hey, uh, tell bullets? me about that fighting bullets. Scene. It's literally <laughs> somebody, a woman saving these men from themselves on and off screen. Right. There's no enemy there, and I think what she's saying, like this, is the scene where she becomes one, and, and it's less in your face than like mm-hmm. flying down to like rescue a, a falling airplane. It's it's like this philosophical thing. It's the first time she's going against the evils of men, and it's it's, it's breathtaking. And they, she even talks about the few reshoots they did do was a scene before that with the horses getting whipped mm-hmm. to ramp up the tension and the people with their decapitated yeah. limbs to ramp up the tension to build to the moment when she sheds the alf- the coat and enters onto the field. Because that moment also, is the moment. Like the, yeah. the shedding of the coat on the battle scene, what would have would have you just have cut I to her have like to in see the uniform? It, though, like what would that have been like? Pregnant. When oh, they were filming yeah. that scene oh, with really? the CGI, yeah, did you not? So Gal Gadot no, was that. five months pregnant when they that, filmed yeah. that scene. They cut; she wore the same costume. They cut a center piece out and then painted her belly green. There was a green screen, so they could belly. green screen out her so belly. Good. So I'm like, I have to see these behind the we scenes. We live in the future. Just the most amazing thing. And Maya, her daughter, 
Yeah. Gets to grow up and say, I, I was, was in that <laughs> belly. Imagine being on set looking at Gal as Wonder Woman. Like, what a hillbilly version of Wonder Woman. Like, I'm sorry, but with a green painted, like, big ass belly. Awesome. For me, I picture, like, what more woman moments. Yeah. Like, what literally, like, could you wonder? ever be more of a woman than being five months pregnant fight? Like, she's literally, like, that's like, we're always like, you know, like, back in the day, they had babies and they went back to the rice fields. This woman fought <laughs> yeah. on the battlefield yeah. with a pregnant belly. That's like, while creating a life. empowering thing Insane. possible. So, um, so that's incredible. So what does all this really mean for the, for the DCEU moving forward? And we talked about this on the show, uh, and now we're talking about, like, what, what is, D, what is Warner Brothers DC take from this? How do they move forward from their slates? This is all uh, also to like, um, you know, what are the next films that are going to be greenlit? So, what do you think is the effect of Wonder Woman? How is it going to affect the slate moving forward? Well, there was this awesome article on Slash Film that was talking about the lessons they should learn, like you're talking about now. Um, and I think some of the points were really good. The new sincerity that they were talking about, like how sincere this movie really is, embracing conventions while taking chances. Mm-hmm. I feel like this was a very classic superhero movie. This did embrace the fact that there was a beginning, a middle, and an end. There was a, a big bad. There was a lot of those conventions. But it was a new angle that we hadn't seen. Uh, yeah, so there's a lot of different things to talk about. Um, and then, you know, Mark Hughes, who we follow a lot in, uh, in Forbes magazine, who's, like, written a lot of things, you know, back, you know, he's been writing about the DCEU for the past couple of years, as long as we've been doing this show, and he's a big proponent of Wonder Woman. And he wrote this article, which has been misinterpreted by many, as, as they always do, about how Warner Brothers, he suggested, is waiting till after Justice League to move forward. He later came back and said, no, that's not the case. It's just... They're kind of pumping the brakes, perhaps, and not rushing into yeah. production on eight films. Because you got to remember, Warner Brothers makes all Warner Brothers films. Mm-hmm. They're not like Marvel, which is a studio right. within Disney. Yeah. And even they yeah. only work on two a year, yeah, three. Yeah, a year three now. now. But they've ramped up to three. Like, they had to evolve to get the system. Like, it's a well-oiled machine now. Like, it's not fair to assume Warner Brothers can do the same out the gate. No, and, and they tried to maybe yeah, move too fast. Fantastic Beasts? Mm-hmm. Uh, right. So, we know that right now it looks like Aquaman's going to be the only film that's going to happen in 2018 unless something gets into production really soon. And he's suggesting that that's not a bad thing. If we don't, you know... You I, think that we could have another movie in 2018? That's in no, six months. No, no, I don't. But... but <laughs> But it's still, you know, I mean, they just uh, announced uh, uh, Hellboy or whatever yeah. like last month, and that's coming out in 2018, and that's a superhero film, you know. So, yeah, okay. it, you know, the scale, I guess, but really the, the matters, budgetary, but... like a Hellboy right. needs to be sub 50 million dollars because otherwise they're going to go into it like we can't make our like Hellboy needs to be, contained. and that's why they broke right. from Guillermo, right? right? Because he was like, no, it's 200 million dollars. They're like, no, 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 no. Whereas Aquaman is huge spectacle. Flash needs to be huge spectacle. What about things... Gotham City Sirens? How inexpensive do you think we could make that for? I if mean, we try, if they I... focus on the characters, they can make it contained. Yeah, I think, they I think you're not going to green. They're not going to greenlight a film under eighty, ninety million dollars. Like yeah. I don't see them even doing a seventy million dollar film at this point. Like even Wonder Woman, which is as, as estimated what one hundred and forty nine million dollar yeah. budget, yeah. is relatively small to the size of the spectacle that it looks like Justice League oh, is going to be. Right, one hundred percent. Sirens, I think, will have the smallest budget of any of them that will come out. But I think that well, it will actually be a good thing because I think that again, it'll let that David Ayer give, play mm-hmm. with the world. And I keep going back to Deadpool. Deadpool costs like twelve dollars. Like, yeah, you yeah. but still. 70, right? Wasn't it about yeah, 70. 70? But like you, but you also that well, they said because, like, basically had a little bit more of a standoff approach. That's why you're also able to get like Rob Liefeld cameos in it. You're able to get like these little references. They got an action though? set piece right before they shot. They didn't even know it got cut. Like that. Yeah. That's like they literally. If you guys, you guys have seen Deadpool recently, yeah. You know the scene where he like gets out of the car and forgot his guns. Yeah. They yeah. found out two days before they're going right. to shoot that they cut it. Like the studio was like, no, 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 and they're like, what do we do? 
that is what I think they're going to be working with DC for the Sirens thing, and that made a better movie. So if, if they yeah. can follow suit, we can get a better universe. I also think that probably the biggest cost of that film is Margot Robbie at this point, and I think mm-hmm. that she probably won't take a cut off the top because she's a producer because, on the film. So right. I think she'll ah, and she's so right. passionate about wanting to have it created. It's, it's, it's so a back-end situation yeah. at that yeah. point. I mean, I'm sure she'll make a boatload of money off of it, but it's oh, not going to count for their budget. I heard somebody else point out how amazing it is that now what the writer's room, the creative team looks like over at DCEU all of a sudden is Joss Whedon, Patty Jenkins, um, uh, James Wan, yeah. and, and David Ayer. And it's That's like me. now, I mean, and, you know, it's kind of shifted away from, from Zack Snyder being like the one architect to mm-hmm. now Multiple. kind of passing it over. And like you have the influence of Jeff Johns. It's We're starting to get to that balance where Not I feel really Not to mention potentially great. Zemeckis. So. Yeah, oh, I mean, listen, I Ayo. can't wait till Comic-Con this year. I'm just freaking yeah out by what's going to be announced at Comic-Con. Because whatever you think, it ain't going to be nothing. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And whatever it is at this point. And the fact is, you know, Aquaman is shaping up are you, to be the Are you kind going of thing. again this year or we don't know? I think I'm going. I think you I'm going to go. be there. For one of your 16 outlets? Or? I think so. I, there was talk. I hope it happens that I was going to be down there to do a job. So I, I hope that happens. And then for sure I'll try to obviously get into the Hall H. But um, I just can't lot, wait. Man. I can't wait to see what happens. Um, uh, so in, in addition to that, to, in talking about how Justice League is going to be even bigger and bigger, Warner Brothers just announced or just launched this um, Unite the League global initiative to, for uh, sneak peeks for promotions, for merchandise. You can sign up. I got the email. Did you guys sign up for this? No, I haven't yet, but I will. Okay, <laughs> not yet, but I will. Another email I'll be getting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I just, I just feel like that... What do you think um, about the timing of this? I think it's right before Comic-Con for a reason. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. that's not a coincidence we're like four or five weeks out and they're like, oh, by the way, I think it's a little late. I think they should have done it pre-Wonder Woman, but I think that they weren't quite well, sure. Well, but this is Unite the League. Right, right. This is a week and a half after Wonder Woman. Like Now we're saying, like, boom, we, Wonder now, Woman is already off and running. Now we can boom, start. Boom. Yeah, that actually makes sense. Um, also, Justice League is reporting to reshoot most of the summer. Not surprising because you have a lot of people on a lot of schedules. For three-ish months. Whoa. So let's talk about this for a second. Let's talk about this. Definitely two. Chat roll. What do you guys think? Do you think that it's just a few scenes that Joss Whedon did? Do you think that after Wonder Woman, they're perhaps altering it, the film, even more? We know they altered the tone of the film after BBS. I think no matter who you are, when you get a project that's been touched by somebody else so significantly, you have to put your spin on it. Mm -hmm. It makes perfect sense to me that they're doing reshoots for most of the summer. Of course. This was somebody else's project a couple weeks ago. I wonder if it'll get the comma. Will it get directed by Zack Snyder and Joss Whedon? I think maybe a whiff. Yeah? I think think it's directed by Zack Snyder with Joss Whedon. Out of respect alone, I feel like I just three and a half months is longer than I thought. uh, And I I want... My biggest goal is for my... my Marvel, don't go, hey, what was Zack Snyder's movie? Hey, what was Joss Whedon's movie? Because that'll ruin the integrity of the thing they built. Yeah. Like, and that's what I'm afraid of, is the fact that the reshoots are so extensive that people are going to be picking apart the scene to scene to scene. Maybe. And then it'll become like a pissing contest. But it says that they're expected to take place June, July, and could go into August. Yeah. I'm not surprised by that at all. As soon as they announced it, I assumed that there was going to be extensive of reshoots because yeah. why even have why not complete the movie this close to when it was going to be released mm-hmm. if it didn't already need somewhat of extensive work it seemed like you know and I I get needing to take time for your your family of but course. if you've already spent this many months gearing seems, back up to do something that extensive would be right, exhausting it, seem, it seems like it is 
a situation where it needed some work and that's why it was brought in. So if they brought in someone else and then there was a week of reshoots, mm-hmm. then it would be like, well, what's the point? This is, you've got, you've got somebody else to polish You're 99% somebody done. else's work. It makes way more sense, I think, to have somewhat extensive reshoots that are almost the size Hopefully of Hopefully most yeah. of that time is Film. just fixing cyborg CGI. That'd be lovely. <laughs> like, I would like anybody, all of that time to be spent for that. Were you guys confused slightly, though? I saw this in a couple of different places and couldn't seem to get a grip on it. Uh, this was coming from Batman News. And they keep putting the word significant in quotes, uh-huh. but not letting me know... <laughs> Who or where? Who or where that was said? So it says it's nice that we have a timeline now, and we don't get and don't get too worried about the significant amount of work. Zack Snyder said himself that he hired Joss Whedon to write brand new scenes for the Justice League, and then later on again, and they and changes will be significant. Is, I wonder if Batgirl's saying, more integral. Like, do you think she's going to be involved? I don't think there's any Batgirl. Why are they saying that? Why else would they be so specific about significant yeah. and just quote? I just don't understand who's saying who's being quoted and why is it significant yeah. unless yeah. it's being ironic. And if you're being, don't do that. Like, print. We don't get it. I don't get it. I don't understand. And that's also not irony. You're. I don't. Yeah, I just don't know whether I missed an article where it's not credited to anybody. It's a quote. Here's what I think. I think. I think Joss Whedon has got the blessing and ear of Warner Brothers mm-hmm. and Jeff Johns, and I think everybody's on the same page. You think significantly so? I think significantly <laughs> yeah. so. Yeah, me too. And with some sensuality. <laughs> yeah, for and sure. And I think that pretty much they're going to do whatever they need to do and spend whatever they need to spend to make the movie as good as possible. And I really believe that, and I think the movie's going to come out better yeah. for... For whatever. All right, let me ask you, know. you, though. This time, with some sensuality, you think we're sticking with the doggy style, or you think something with the lasso? Well, if according to Professor M and the Wonder Women, I think the lasso would be significant. Sig- but that would be... Significant be, sensuality. I think that would be a fair <laughs> amount of sensuality. Not just some. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so, yeah. So, yeah, a lot of Justice League. We'll probably see some more of that uh, over the summer, too. Um, but, you know... Talking about bringing worlds together, Koi Jandro, host of Marvel Movie News, is joining us today. I was just kidding. Mike Kalinowski will be back soon. <laughs> but two other I'm, creative heads. I am obsessed with the fact that 45 minutes in, you made that enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> By the Sorry. way. Spoiler. Um, Jeff Johns and Kevin Foggy took to the stage last night to honor their mentor, Richard Donner. I'm not sure if many of you knew, but Jeff Johns and Kevin Foggy were both interns and worked for Donner. Back in the day, son. 17 years ago. Um, and Donna making here. I did not know that. That yeah. is the coolest thing. So I actually heard about this from my lawyer, Jeff Cohn, who was uh, famously Chunk in the Goonies movies, because he was speaking at this thing, too, um, with cool. one of his other cast members. And then he said that Johns and Fahey were going to be, and then I saw on the Twitter thing. And um, I think they just call it Twitter. On the Twitter, on the thing. Twitter, on the Twitter thing. So yeah. you can see that there's, uh, I think the Academy or whatever put this up. You can see uh, Kevin Feige talks for about a minute and a half, and then Jeff Johns talks for about a minute and a half. And they basically give Donner all the props for being the archetype of the first and greatest superhero film yeah. origin story because of the word that um, Feige said he couldn't pronounce at the time that we talk about a lot, verisimilitude. I love that they, like, the two voices of Marvel and DC spawned from... Unbelievable! Like, that's... Because Dick Donner's my child, like, our childhood, like, our generation's childhood. Still top five movie for me. That that first one was still top five comic book movie. Yeah, that first I Superman. I totally agree. And Lethal Weapon is Even my now? pre-Marvel franchise. Like, so right, so, Donner, you said those are your oh, two yeah. things. Those are my two franchises. Of course, so a huge Lethal, Lethal Weapon Lethal fan. Weapon is everything. And he so, loves the show, too. It's kind of surprising. The show's... Guys, please, if you get one thing out of this, me being on this podcast, give Lethal Weapon a chance. <laughs> 
Um, but I really think that Dick Donner spawning the two voices in the two biggest studios that are superheroes is amazing kismet because he is the Superman movie. Like that, that's so much his voice. That's so cool. And the Goonies was like also like that's all. It's a superhero adventure feel. Like I just I I'm read so an happy. article the other day that was titled "Is the Goonies Overrated?" Rude. What? Rude. <laughs> that should have been subtitled. Do you need to read this article? Significantly. (laughs) Unsubscribe? Is that what that article said? That's all I heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Goonies never say die. So that's pretty cool. It's pretty amazing. It makes us feel like... You know, we're all in great hands with the you know with these movies moving forward. Like Jeff Johns turned out to be such a great voice in comic books. I love him. Don't fu- you want to hug him? I want to hug both of them. Uh, both of these guys have given me so much joy. I mean, like Kevin Feige worked for years and years yeah, under Avi Arad. Doesn't look as huggable. It's just, he does. It's, oh. it's Johns' face that's so huggable. He does. He's pretty cute. And now, and Josh Brolin of the Goonies, the Big Brother, is now both Thanos and Cable. I'm just saying, the Goonies cool. and Dick Donner need all the credit. Oh my goodness, you're right. That's <laughs> really so God. It just man, they go in and out. Um, if if he's to be believed, Joel. Kinnaman, in the latest case of an actor talking, uh, said that Suicide Squad 2 could be filming next year, which is basically no news. People but, uh, are really running with this could be. It, it could be filming. A lot of things could happen. I could be in the movie. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and tie that into the Goonies, too, by saying Mel Gibson directing that out of being in Lethal Weapon starring Dick, with Dick Donner directing. Oh, yeah. It could happen. It's coming back. Oh, Everything's wow. the Goonies, you guys. All things <laughs> lead to Goonies. Uh, what do you think about that, Elena? I mean, I feel like everybody jumps on to any time that anybody says anything could happen, and they just assume that that means that it's a definite. And I feel like 90% of the time, actors are blocked out, and they're they're given time, so they say, you know, be available for this. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that it's necessarily yeah. going to start shooting. Did you see his quote? Yeah, so here's his quote. As far as I know, they're writing the script for Suicide Squad 2, and I think the plan is to shoot it sometime in 2018, but that could change. I think I'll definitely come back for it. Ultimately, I'd love for David Ayer to direct it, but if he doesn't want to direct it, then someone who is great <laughs> with character and that's able to ground the story and maybe put these characters in a more normal situation. Boom! There it is! That's, that's the buzz. It that's... would be really interesting to see these crazy characters interact with regular people as well. The farm yeah. scene? I get it. Bit of shade. No, just not like, you know, getting a team together and then them going through this, like, CGI godlike Space situation. Space yeah. sitting together yeah. with it, just it, them. Yeah. Um, I, I think that there's a, a couple different interesting things about this quote. Number one, the fact that he really doesn't say when this is shooting at all, so he don't like... Know. So everybody yeah. jumps in and immediately is like, oh, well, you know, it's shooting. He said it's... it's de- he said no, June 12th, no, right? No. June 12th. June 12th. I, love <laughs> I love that content. Number two, that he says he would like David Ayer to come back, but he also very quickly says that he wouldn't mind if somebody else joined. Yeah, it's basically like, I, as long as I'm cast, I like that it's being made. Yes, and then he throws a little bit of shade at the previous yeah. film. So. I just feel so bad for actors today because they're going to get asked this a hundred thousand times and anytime they respond at all, everyone jumps on it. And this guy's literally like, I'm not sure. And everybody's like, but what if June 12th? Like, it's so, like, you yeah. can't talk with us. Honestly, though, I like what he says because I'm fine if Air and Margot Robbie go off for Gotham City Sirens mm-hmm. because as much as I like Harley, I don't buy her as part of this team. Like, I don't see why she's on a military strike force of these unusually powered people. Except for the fact that Harley Quinn is so powerful, and that's why she's in the movie. 
not because it makes sense. That's why she's in the movie. So I actually love these comments. Yeah, yeah. I, and I would love to see another Suicide Squad movie because I don't think they'll make the same mistake twice. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And the team's great. And Especially like the, not if it's David Ayer twice. He's gonna, he has said many times, like I'm learning. And, and Jai Courtney, like the cast they assembled is great, and the and the ability to make Will Smith, like it what they could have done. We didn't get anything with Jai Courtney's potential greatness. Like it was yeah. just a lot of setup, and then there was nothing. Every time they showed him, it was like more of that. And every time Will Smith got to start doing something, I'm like more of that. I agree. Yeah. I, mean, I don't like, even always like Will Smith, and I like, loved him in the role. I like the movie. You I, like the movie, which is great. And listen, yeah. the movie was I didn't very love successful. It, but I liked it. We we disagree, and I think that's indicative of a lot of people's feelings of yeah. it. There are a lot Imagine of people that Mel feel Gibson. like I do, and there's people that feel like you do. Talked better than BVS. Oscar winner Mel Gibson directing After Suicide Martha, Squad. Can you imagine what the scope of that movie could be? Stop! Get out of here with the Mel Gibson. The Mel Gibson's important. No. It's the most recent news that I know about the director. Who has there been another director right. since? Not other rumors. I will say. No, I'm not sure how I feel right. about Mel Gibson. Do like that that heartbreak? What was it? No, not heart attack. Heart attack rich? No, heartbreak heart, rich. No, heart heart Damn rich. No, 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 bone chainsaw. No, no, no. Hacksaw Ridge. Hacksaw Ridge. Hacksaw Ridge. Hacksaw Ridge. It was a really Hack good film. Ridge. It was a great film because he's a great director yeah, and a shit person. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 a human no, I'm, yeah. I'm not going to watch Harley Quinn's Sugar Tits. Like I'm not watching that movie. I'm not. I'm not it's not Roman Polanski. You should shut up, Harley. Okay. Did you guys know that Zack Snyder also had a cameo in Wonder Woman? It said that this had been talked about, but I don't remember seeing this mm. ever. I saw it a while ago. I do remember seeing this black and white picture, but then you can see he looks really uh, authentic. Mm-hmm. He's got some big guns, and uh, he has a cool cameo. I don't remember seeing him in the film when I looked at you. No, I looked. I'm going to keep on looking. All right, so we don't really know. Um, I'm thinking it must be the photo wall. Oh, the photo wall at the that end. That is the photo wall at the end. And oh, that photo it's, literally there. Photo. it's literally a photo. <laughs> so I'm thinking the only thing, since oh, we're not seeing it. any footage of it, it's just the photo, that then it's in the trenches with Wonder Woman. Oh, maybe. I feel like it's the That's photo That's a cool director Steve, cameo, and then too. It's, yeah, and then it's just him on the photo mm. wall, is what I'm assuming. I like that. Because then it's not too distracting. Because and... we've all looked. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anthony, we don't have video back yet, do we? Okay, um, so yeah. uh, cool. that's all. I guess that's really all we need no. to really talk about. What? No, there's a couple other things. What? What did you want to? The Josh Gad oh, thing, man. Josh Gad. It's just because you don't want it. I don't care. Yeah, well, I mean, we already yeah. talked about him. I already talked about it, but we didn't talk about him taking an actual meeting with DC. Well, but did he? He, he just took, had a. There's a, a picture with him. He, so there's a picture of Josh Gad in front of the DC wall. Jeff Johns with Jeff Johns, and he posted it and said nothing to see here. So you take you interpret that as he took a meeting. I do. The caption is literally like, "I took a meeting to me." He's like, "Yeah, that, hey, that nothing is everything. Nothing mm-hmm. to see here. A hundred percent means look. Look at this. Look. Uh, he could have posted a picture of a rubber but I mean, ducky. Listen, like, it, it could be something, but but just like he's doing with the uh, you know the Daisy Ridley videos, like he likes to. You're calling for yeah. You're pulling a Johnny. I, I don't know. I mean, I just I don't know. I would find it very weird if this. Ended in him actually being cast as the penguin. I think he would like, be a great penguin. Me too. I, but you know, I again, I have to go back to that thing. Is like, what kind of penguin? In what world? Like, I don't know. Because like, he's kind of make like the a pudgy guy. So black and white, man. No, I mean, look. Did you see how he is in the Telltale games? <laughs> Thank you. Or in the Gotham show? I mean, there's or Danny DeVito. There's so yeah, many different kinds of penguins. I, I mean, agree. He's a but good I actor. I think he'd but, be great. I think he would be awesome. He was one of my. But you don't even know what it would. Okay, okay. So I feel like he's a very dynamic actor. I feel like he would do a great job. I think he's hilarious, and I think that'd bring a very interesting take it to the would. Penguin. They're, I like think a, so Like too. an ironic humor in the Penguin would be because interesting. Because the Penguin, and like, it, it's not a character that you would take super duper seriously unless it's in a situation. Right. Like, Always Hunting in Philadelphia's Danny DeVito is still the Penguin. 
Exactly. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? When I see the Always Sunny character, that I troll I want to know man, which penguin pooped the bed. Like, it's, oh. it's an interesting, yeah, it's an interesting <laughs> character to go with with the humor of Josh Gad. And yeah, I, I, I think it would be great. I love seeing comedians play dark. Look at Robin Williams. Look at uh, Jim Carrey. Look at all these, like, famous comedic actors. When they go dark, you feel it because there's so much high, the lows mm-hmm. are more depth. So Josh Gad being all such right. a light. You've convinced me. That's my I pitch. believe Josh right. Gad is the penguin. <laughs> Before we get to my great favorite argument. time, well the said. other thing that I just wanted to mention because we weren't able to watch it, uh, Gal put out the most adorable thank you. She, it was so sweet. She put out a video. She's wearing these big glasses. She's got no makeup on. She's the most beautiful person in all of the land. And she just put out the most heartfelt thank you ever. It was a short video, and she was just like, you guys did this. Wonder Woman's the number one in the world. I can't believe it. And thank you. And it was, I, I don't know, I hadn't seen something like that in a while. I thought it was really cute. Is she in Israel when she's taking it? She's got a beautiful vista behind her. It looks like it could be Israel, but I couldn't tell. Um, it could also just be the Hollywood sign on it. It could be, really yeah. <laughs> the majestic yeah. hills. Yeah. I don't know. It could but, be Bronson Canyon. It could be Israel. It was, per- it was perfect. But, um, so yeah, so a lot of stuff to talk about. Very exciting. I'm sure we'll have more things to talk about. Um, that's it. I guess it's time to leave and go away. For another week, it's time. Yeah, oh, Rocky Stripes TV time. Okay. Sing along with me this time. Do we have Rocky Stripes TV time. She thinks that the Flash is fun. Both of them. Oh my God, that was so mean. TV time. Maybe Adam should be the penguin. He's so cold. Yeah, cold. No, I'm just kidding. I was unprepared for this. What's going on? What's going on in the world of TV? So. Here's what's going on in the world of TV. Number one, we had the, because I have to just start with this, we had the Gotham two-hour finale. Now, I know that I'm one of the few people out there that's still watching this. Spoilers! Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Wow, I feel like I put extra syllables. No, you're not one of the few people. A lot of people like Gotham. Spoiler I think a lot of people have resigned to start just having fun with Gotham. So this is, if you can look at it like fanfic, if you can look at it like a soap opera, if you can just take it for what it is, the show rocks. These two-hour finales, I cannot even explain to you how many characters died. They (laughs) they murdered off Urabuddy. Like... And then brought two of them Game back of to life. Gotham. So these are all spoilers. I'm going to just spoil it for you guys because I'm hoping you don't care too much. Spoilers, spoilers for Gotham. Turn off now. See you next week if you care. We kill Alfred. Oh, boy. And then we bring him back. That'll stick. Because we put this water on him that cauterized the wound and special something. So Bruce Wayne turns back into himself. We also kill off Fish Mooney for the, about the 50th time. But, Finally. But she makes a speech while she's dying, addressing to fans that she knows she's died a lot of times, but this will be the last time. <laughs> she actually gives an exit she speech. Oh my god, that's amazing. She literally says, I know I've come back many times, but I swear this is the last. <laughs> like, it was, it was ridiculous. Then we kill off Barbara Her final Gordon. Sentence is what yes. an ex Barbara Keaton. Oh, that's so with. good. That's not uh, great. Yeah, Barbara Keaton. Yeah, we we electrocute her. Not Barbara Gordon. Barbara yeah, yeah. Bar- sorry. And she. Uh, <laughs> it's Lazarus Pit, Lazarus Roxy. Pit. It's Lazarus yeah, yeah. Water. Yeah. Lazarus. Okay. Okay. It's Lazarus. It was, oh, that makes more it sense. It was not the Lazarus Pit though. It was like a it, weird because we we're introduced it was, but it was to Razor Gold. The juice Gold, from but, the Lazarus Pit. But like it the last lo- juice though. But that's what <laughs> it looked like. It looked like you were literally taking like Aquafina and. Dumping it on it was him. There was nothing cool about it. It was weird. Yes, yeah, I'm sorry about that. Barbara Keane <laughs> dies. She gets electrocuted. She looks bizarre. Uh, and there was that. And then we also see Batman. Like early Batman, yes. Proto Bat, like, but he's he's homeless Batman looking because he's got weird black like. 
I don't know. You'd expect dreads to be under but that. But there's no bat iconography no, incorporated. No, but it is like how the scene, what you picture to be his origins, we're watching it. Except without, instead of him, it's a little girl. And you're like, what the F am I watching? So Darren Aronofsky's. Remember and, when he had that homeless Batman? With Big Al? With the, no, the but mechanic? it looks like, it was more like... Like so wait, there's a, there was a little girl that was about to get mugged in the alley, and he stops that. And he stops it, and he beats the crap out of this person. And then he goes all the way to the top of the building, and oh, he's really? standing there. So there's that part. No of it. cape, though, right? No, it's not a cape, but he's wearing a cowl, but not. It looks more like he's about to rob a store. It was bizarre. Um, and then, oh, and then we also killed the other dude that I liked, uh, and we ch- gave his hand away. I forget his name though. He's a bigger dude. Oh, they give his hand away. Yeah. Which one was that? I don't know. You guys will tell me. So it me. sounds like it was kind anyway, of like, you know, so this finale happened. was yeah. weird AF, but I loved it. Compared to the other DC finales? I don't know DC where we're finales. going from here. Like there was a back signal like a cloud behind him. Oh, Ooh. I didn't even see the cloud. You can't, you can't like, murder Alfred, man. And, and They brought him back. <laughs> yeah, but do you understand that Bruce Wayne murders Alfred? Oh, I did not understand. He's, well, but it was clone Bruce Wayne, right? No, it was real Bruce Wayne who oh, had been, whose mind that. had been confused. Oh. And he stabs Alfred through the heart. Alfred's gotten a lot. He's taken a, quite a beating this season. I was, I'm a couple of episodes back, and he just got his ass kicked with an iron by fake Bruce. Yeah. Does but, have Butch was if? that dude's name. His name was no. Butch. Okay, because Gotham, whenever I watch Gotham, I see it as a what if. Yeah, it's like what if. It's the what if okay, title. And then I'm reading all these articles out there saying that they think that Lee is Harley Quinn and Commissioner Gordon is the Joker. Oh, uh, Butch. What the F Someone is, is saying uh, Butch, who I guess who Butch gave his hand away. Yeah, yeah, but he, he looks like he's coming back as Sol- Solomon Grundy, born in a Monday. Maybe. Tuesday. What did he do? What's the whole thing? Oh, damn it. Slap I should have started that. Stand- <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh what was cool? Another cool thing, though, was that um, uh, Selena Kyle got her. We fi- yeah, we, we finally got her with it. Uh, last one she No, it wasn't the last one truth. Everybody in the chat. Butch, Roxy. Butch. How could you forget Butch? Sorry, guys. Um, okay, so that was Gotham. Really, really crazy. Uh, I Zombie, which Adam keeps asking for shows to binge, but yeah, he. Will I don't not keep watch asking for shows to binge. I say I have too many shows to binge. Adam's like, I have all this free time. No free time. <laughs> um, so I know you're a little behind, so I won't. I, I won't do spoilers here, but I know you love I Zombie. Which so does she good. eat the brains? So good. Uh, she eats the brains for shizzle. Spoiler. Uh, but what <laughs> you right have there. seen, what you have seen in commercials, is that we do get her ex boyfriend back for this episode. Um, I won't explain exactly how, but it's freaking hysterical. And they actually play Zombie by the Cranberries oh, for the first time, really? which is awesome Yay. in the funniest scene ever on song. this show, ever. It's so good. You, it's I love how so they good. saved that for a moment. Like, they knew everybody wanted it, so they're um, like, wait for it. It was, it was yeah. perfect. Do you remember when they played uh, Green Day, I Walk Alone in Smallville? Oh, that was amazing. That was, like, my favorite so, like, yeah. song in a TV show ever. That just reminded me the of that. The closing songs such a great of Smallville song. were always so strong. They I had some really so strong many credits, like, oh, like, Lost almost, yeah, right? Like, like, you, just, yeah. you leave, you're like, I want another week. Yeah. But that song got me. Uh, that brought me back. Watch Smallville, guys. Let's get that season 11. Come on, let's make it happen. Um... Oh, because people are saying Harley Quinn. That's why Lee. Yeah. It makes no sense. She's not Harley Quinn, but she does go off. Oh, that Lee? Lee is going to become Harley? That's what they're saying, but it's oh. just no way. But is she still she's, alive? Is Miranda Baccarin's character still alive? She is still alive, but she's just gone off because she just, they, they did this whole poison thing. It was a whole long storyline. She can't be there because now she's admitted to being in love with Jim. And, you know. too. Exactly. All right. So people still butch Roxy. I got it. It was butch. <laughs> people are still asking why is the Marvel guy on here? We explained that at the beginning of the show. Inner geekdom, pink slips. Keep Gone up now. 
I gotta start reading DC. That's funny. Um, all right. So yeah, and then those were the shows this week. But in news, we got our CWDC TV show announcements. We're starting on October twelfth. I think Arrow is going to be the first one. I asked that like a question, looking at Adam. He didn't have the answer. Oh, uh, so. I, I see. I think one is October 9th, and that oh, might really? be Arrow. One is October twelfth. I think eleventh. So that I, week. I looked at it real quick. So we're waiting till October, beginning slash midish of October. Uh, at least they're coming back. Are you, did you guys watch all Justice League action? That was my favorite DC show this year. Mm-mm. It's just so good. 15 minutes, no commercial breaks. You get lots of fun cool. characters. It's 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 for children, but it's yet it's really good in the continuity, and they're good stories. I love it. It's like a palate cleanser between shows. So get on that Justice League action. All right, cool. That's, that was time. Okay, guys. Well, thank you. That was a packed show, wasn't it? A lot of fun. I apologize about the technical difficulties. You know, there's a lot that goes into making a big production thing like this. Like, yes, I danced and knocked <laughs> off one of the screens. It happened. Yes, that probably had an adverse effect that affected our ability to show videos, but we try. Um, Elena, tell them where to find you. Hey, you guys can find me on Twitter at Elena Jordan and on Instagram at that Elena Jordan girl. Oh, and I'll be at Amazing Las Vegas Comic Con in two weeks, so come up and say hey to me if you're there. Cool. Roxy Stryer. I'm Roxy Stryer. You guys can find me everywhere at Roxy Stryer. Excellent. Way to clarify so that they know how to pronounce it and everything at the end. Which bring it home. I mean, if this, if this is their first time tuning into the show, I already lost them probably. Yeah. So. <laughs> Eight eyes and spoiler, too. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, our special guest, new co-host, he'll be here every episode. This is not just a one-time special <laughs> thing. Uh, so if you don't like it, tweet at Mike Kalinowski. <laughs> Tell him we can you start says you guys should keep Koi on the show. He is great. So, uh, sorry, Mikey. So much. Just make sure oh, that you send Mike lots of cases of pudding. Oh. He really likes it. Captain oh, Dingleberry says I don't trust Koi and his mustache. So All right, gonna, Koi. Besides this, show, besides this show, every week for the rest of time, where can people find you, <laughs> You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at C-O-Y-J-A-N-D-R-E-A-U. I've been doing these little Insta reviews where I review whatever you guys want for a minute. Uh, so I want to like watch content, receive content, give comic recommendations, give book recommendations. So much fun. Uh, you can find me on Marvel on Tuesdays. And I also want to tell Mike that he's the greatest. He's and that the greatest. We love you, Mike. We kidding. love you so much. We and uh, I, I've been wanting to do this show forever. And I really like Wonder Woman was amazing. So I really love awesome. being here for this. Love to have you, man. And DC is incredible. So I want everyone to read everything. Thank Rock you, out with your uh, out. Mike Kalinowski. You can find him out. Mike Kalinowski. At Johnny LaQuasto, who's off being funny somewhere, probably. At Jay Quasto. At Jay Quasto. Oh, yeah. He's on a boat. He's on a boat. Oh, that's right. He's doing comedy on the water in, like, Alaska. I I was like, what state and or country are you in? He's like, I'm on a boat, dude. (laughs) I was like, oh. I'm I'm Adam Gertler. You can find me with my co-host, Sasha Pearl Raver, on FX Movie Download. I believe we're doing World War Z this Friday on FX. Well, actually, I really Uh, like that. Oh, yeah. No, it's actually pretty good. We do some cool behind-the-scenes stuff. Uh, And uh, you can follow me uh, online and Twitter and Instagram, at Adam Gertler. I'll see you next time on DC Movie News. Producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, Christian Harloff, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network. We would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of its owners or principals.